from TBW. This is the Rorschach Lubinant update from the 28th of February, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Lebanon. Let's kick off this update with news about the presidential file. Deputy Speaker Elias Boab Saab claimed on Thursday, the 23rd of February, that Marada leader Suleiman Frangie is the leading presidential candidate. Boab Saab revealed that he had learned during his meetings in Washington that the U.S. has no veto on any candidate and is not nominating anyone for presidency. The lawmaker said, quote, those who are betting on foreign instructions must know that this will not happen, end of quote, adding that he refuses a foreign interference in the election of a president. Frangia has not officially announced his candidacy, but he told local press he was interested in the position. His name had been tooted for the presidency many times before, but he never secured enough support to win. Hezbollah and Amal backed his candidacy, although Hezbollah's Christian ally, the Free Patriotic Movement, or FPM, would not endorse him. Moreover, intensive contacts will be held over the next two weeks in a bid to reach a presidential settlement within weeks or a few months at the latest. The deal may be reached in late spring or in June, sources close to the Shiite duo Hezbollah and Amal told Aliwa newspaper. A settlement is looming in the horizon, under which Marada movement chief Suleiman Frangie will be elected as president in return for the appointment as premier of ex-ambassador to the UN and former International Court of Justice, Judge Nawaf Salam. Quoting credible sources, Aliwa said that, in the wake of the latest Paris meeting, the French sent clear message to Hezbollah about the aforementioned Frangia for Salam deal. On the other hand, the country's two main Christian blocs, the Lebanese forces and the Free Patriotic Movement, have rejected the proposed French-backed presidential settlement. The Nida Al-Watan newspaper, meanwhile, said that Maronite Archbishop of Antalyas, Antoine Abu Najem, intends to carry out a second round of meetings with Christian leaders to relay the Maronite Patriarch's proposal based on his first tour, during which he explored the stances of those leaders and their approach toward the presidential vacuum. Moving on, Swiss media reported on Sunday the 26th that banks in Switzerland are holding a substantial amount of the millions of dollars Lebanon's central bank chief Riyad Salemé is accused of embezzling. Lebanon opened an investigation into Salemé's assets in 2021 after a request for assistance from Switzerland's public prosecutor probing more than $300 million in fund movements by the governor and his brother. Riyad Salemé has headed Lebanon's central bank since 1993. Salome faces investigations related to suspicions on money laundering and illicit enrichment in Lebanon and abroad after he amassed a fortune in the country mired in financial crisis. Judge Rasha Hamouche on Thursday, the 23rd of February, filed new charges against Salome, his brother Raja, and his former assistant, Marian Hoyek, for embezzlement of public funds and money laundering. Salome categorically denies all accusations against him and has rarely appeared before the judiciary. Despite numerous complaints, summonses, investigations, and a travel ban issued against him a year ago. Twelve Swiss banks have received a large part of the money he is alleged to have embezzled, estimated at up to $500 million, Sontag Zeintung reported on Sunday. The Swiss Weekly said that $200 million were left on Roger Salome's personal account with HSBC's subsidiary in Geneva. Other amounts ended up in the UBS, Credit Suisse, Julius Bayer, EFG, and Pictet, 
with the other transactions carried out using an offshore company registered in the British Virgin Islands. Considerable sums were then allegedly used to buy real estate assets in several European countries. Zontag Zeitung said some of the funds have been already frozen, but federal prosecutors have not revealed how much. Switzerland's federal market regulator FINMA has been carrying out preliminary investigations into 12 Swiss banks for months. On other news, on Wednesday, the 22nd of February, caretaker Prime Minister Najib Mikati urged all leaders and politicians to stop the obstruction approach and the political accusations. Mikati dubbed the obstruction and accusations as useless, adding that they have no meaning to, quote, the people who are patiently suffering, end of quote. As he launched the Joint Committee for the Implementation of the United Nations Framework, the PM hoped for the election of a new president, which he said would put Lebanon on their recovery path and prompt the required reforms. In an interview with Al Jadid TV on Tuesday, the 21st of February, Mikadi said that the dollar exchange rate would decline when a president is elected and that the Lebanese pound would trade at 10,000 less against the dollar. He added that he does not regret being designated to form the government, but that he doesn't wish or seek to return to the premiership. The meeting on Wednesday aims to secure technical and developmental support to put Lebanon back on the road to recovery, Mikadi said. On unrelated news, an FPM MP said on Tuesday, the 21st of February, that Hezbollah has preferred to end the memorandum of understanding with the Free Patriotic Movement. Hezbollah took the decision after considering that there was no need anymore for the alliance with the FPM. Nothing is left of the Mar Mikhail Agreement, except for the protection of the back of the resistance, and there is no partnership anymore. The detachment between the FPM and Hezbollah has taken place and the separation has become a fact. The FPM will not take part in a parliament session should 65 votes be secured for Marada Movement Chief Suleiman Frangie. The Lebanese General Security, or SG, announced on Friday, the 24th of February, that passport applications will no longer require appointments made in advance as of the 6th of March. Applications will be made directly at the SG premises. The SG has implemented an electronic appointment system to manage the high demand for travel documents since the onset of the economic crisis in 2019, but with waiting times stretching up to a year or more, the SG made the decision to discontinue the appointment system. The SG said in a statement that the new passports will be issued within 25 days, following the receipt of a, quote, certain amount of biometric passports, end of quote. From the 1st of March, the electronic platform will be available only for individuals needing an urgent passport. Applicants must register for an appointment within five days, although the SG has not specified how soon these urgent passports will be issued. To end this update, we have a book recommendation for you. From Beirut to Jerusalem by Thomas L. Friedman. This book is an excellent overview of the politics that shaped the Middle East. The appearance of the Palestine Liberation Organization in 1964 in Lebanon under the leadership of Yasir Arafat brought the confessional discrepancies of the Lebanese society to the surface and drifted the country into civil war. The author recounts the civil war and explains who the key players were and how the political sides changed during the conflict. The war started as a Muslim-Christian conflict, then evolved into Christian fighting against Christians and Muslims fighting against Muslims. At the latest stage, nobody exactly knew who the enemy was.
The author analyzes the Libanese psyche, people's mental struggle, and how being immune to death became the norm. The second part of the book describes background of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict with attempts to make peace and the Palestinians' life under Israeli occupations. An Israeli ID is a key to survival. Those in Gaza and the West Bank learn Hebrew, apply for the ID to get work, but never recognize the Israeli state. They consented to the non-violent occupation of Israel. Israel itself is full of contradictions, where the ultra-Orthodox Jews only accept their way of life as genuine, while most Jews are non-observant. The Holocaust is part of the curriculum, and Jews learn to be victimized, which turns them against the Palestinians since they are born. The book is an excellent overview of some important events and aspects that have shaped the Middle East and helps understand the complex regional politics. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at livinginatrushok.com. Menshev Kuhn! Menshev Kuhn!